Welcome to Simple Pleasures, a podcast about finding the joy in the everyday. Each month, I'll be sharing the little things that make me feel good, and I'm inviting you along for the ride. Let's make our everydays the most joyful of all. Hi, it's Carrie, and welcome back to Simple Pleasures. I hope wherever you're listening from, your week so far has been filled with little joys. And if not, I hope this episode gives you 15 minutes of calm to stop and reset. This episode is all about being chazelig. Excuse my pronunciation, it's a notoriously difficult word to get right, but it's also my favourite Dutch word. Difficult to translate, but easy to experience. I like to describe it as meaning super cosy vibes. But it's also about sharing a state of coziness with other people, togetherness and belonging. It's perfect for autumn, when the world gets a bit darker and those long, light summer evenings start to fade. As always, this podcast is best enjoyed with a brew. So pop the kettle on, get cosy and let's get going. I moved to the Netherlands in August 2018 on, if I'm honest, a bit of a whim. Six months prior, I'd been sitting at my desk in my office job in Brighton and was craving a real shake-up. From my career, which I felt wasn't going in the direction I wanted it to, from the city I loved but that had become my home during several really difficult years, and from my grief which seemed to haunt me as I continued to process it in therapy. I knew I needed a reset, a big change to help me rediscover the joy of simply being alive. Since starting therapy at 23, I've been grappling with understanding some big challenging feelings and subsequently made changes in my life that meant I had to distance and eventually stop contact with my immediate and wider family. It was devastating. And if you've listened to my previous episodes about estrangement, you'll know about the depression I experienced afterwards. So two years after the dust had started to settle and I was ready for a change. I daydreamed about what I'd be doing in an ideal world and slowly a picture started to come together. Studying something I loved in a brand new city that gave me a break from my day-to-day life. A year of rediscovery and hope. I decided to put an application in to study a master's in contemporary art history, a niche subject, but one I loved, in Amsterdam, a city I loved too. And six months later, I was there. I don't want to paint this like it was easy, because as my friends would tell you, it was stressful. (laughs) Packing your life up and moving countries is tough at any point in your life, but doing it just after coming through the worst of my depression and still very much in the thick of my estrangement pushed my boundaries of what I thought I was capable of. But with the incredible support of my chosen family, we got there. I don't quite have the right words for what that year gave me yet, but it was everything I'd hoped it would be and more. The change in scenery and routine gave me the fresh start I craved for and the friends I made along the way 
reminded me of who I was outside of my grief. But something I didn't expect was hiselig. A word I learned in my first Dutch class that ended up epitomising my year of living Dutchly. There's no English translation, but I'll do my best to describe it for you. Imagine amplifying cosiness, but transporting it outside of your home and into the city itself. Imagine it as the heartwarming atmosphere that happens when you see your best friends and the chat is great, the food is good and you're laughing and connecting and you leave feeling 10 times better than when you first arrived. It's a cosiness that can be embodied in places, people and activities. It's a familiarity, a softness, the feeling of putting the world to rights with your oldest friend. In the year that followed, I felt fully enveloped by the city. In my cycle home from work, wrapped up in my biggest scarf. On rainy days where it was so relentless that there was nothing to do but stay tucked up inside. In my community library, where I would try and make small talk over the coffee machine. And in candlelit pub corners, where seven of us would cram round a tiny table and order bitter ballon and beer. In classes where I would discover new artists and lectures where information would wash over me like a balm. In iced coffees bought by my co-workers on shifts spent chatting the hours away. In conversations with friends as we lazily lay by the lake in the hot summer sunshine and snacked on crisps and hummus. In supermarkets where I stumbled across new comfort foods and found a joy in not being able to understand exactly what I was buying. In weekends spent content in my own company, exploring the city's hidden gems, and cycling for hours until nightfall. It's like the city knew what I needed better than I did. And this isn't to say the year was plain sailing. From failing my first essay, to feeling at points chronically out of my depth, to struggling to make ends meet and feeling incredibly lonely. But the feeling of being safely cocooned by a place stayed with me throughout and continues to do so long after I've left. It's why I now listen to Dutch podcasts that I understand about 10% of or watch Dutch TV glued to the subtitles. It's why I bought a bike as soon as I moved back to the UK and buy myself flowers from the supermarket every other week. It gives me that same feeling, gezellig, and reminds me of a time when I was desperate for adventure, to escape from the realities of my life, and got handed coziness, comfort and friendship instead. As autumn is fully bloomed and with winter on the horizon, I thought this would be the perfect time to talk about the simple pleasures of Hazelig. A feeling that encourages you to slow down and soak up the present moment and that could be nurtured at any time in any place. Here are a few of my favourite Hazelig simple pleasures that I hope make you feel fully enveloped in care. Browsing in a bookshop on a Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, where time melts in front of you like honey, sweet and slow and ever so slightly bittersweet 
as you edge towards the end of the weekend. When I start to feel that familiar bittersweet, I pack myself off to my favourite bookshop. I am welcomed by three floors of wonder, endless worlds to escape into and explore. In this space, I like to wander aimlessly, drifting from bestsellers to fiction to cooking to art with no sense of direction or purpose. I pick up titles that I don't understand and skim the first few pages, dipping in and out of language like bees through honeycomb. Time slows. I hang my coat up at the front door, leaving my Sunday scaries with it. The smell of freshly printed pages and hot chocolate from the cafe upstairs settles on my skin like a blanket. I put my phone on airplane mode so the outside world can't get in and spend the next hour cocooned amongst the shelves and stories, only stopping to gaze out of the large arch windows and people watch the streets below. Going on a big walk with friends. One of my favourite things to do is to go on a big walk with people I care about. Whether it's stomping around the city or getting lost in nature, it's a lifelong love affair. I love how conversation ebbs and flows as the path unfurls in front of you and how life takes on a different pace as you stagger up a seemingly endless hill. It starts off as a gentle incline But before you know it, the earth has curled up in on itself. You climb and climb and climb, your boots gripping the soft earth as you go. Your breath quickens as you stop at intervals to try and catch it. And then suddenly, you're there, at the top. The ground below smiles up at you, peppered with tiny homes and people where rivers chase the landscape like ribbons round a present. And in that moment, the world is at your fingertips, your heart tapping in your chest. And just for a second, you feel like a child again, at the very top of the world, with your closest friends by your side. It doesn't matter that there's sweat dripping down your back, or that you can't speak as you're out of breath. No one cares that you've gone makeup free or that your cheeks are as red as a traffic light. You're all simply happy to be there, in each other's company, climbing up a really big hill. You share in the elation of being at the top and the rest of the walk feels easy. Conversations continue to wind in loops as you stomp down the path, from funny anecdotes from the week past to expressing something you find difficult that you didn't know you had the words for yet. There's space on a walk, to expand and breathe deeper than you have all week. To laugh with your friends and not worry about being too loud. To put your arm round each other when you're having one of those chats with friends that stay with you long after the day is over. It's just you and your pals, out in nature, putting the world to rights. The kind of day where you leave feeling lighter, softer and a little more like you. Working in my pyjamas until my first morning meeting. It's a Tuesday morning, 
just after 9am. I've been working for about an hour, sat cross-legged on my sofa, blanket in tow. My hair is wild, barely tamed into a little bun on the top of my head, with a couple of strands falling around my face with each minute that passes. I've balanced a cup of tea on the arm of my sofa, and I'm wearing my extra soft pyjamas, which are, as ever, too long for me. The world is still waking up outside my window, as kids are taken to school, wheeling their scooters up and down my road, splashing in puddles on their way. Grown-ups on their way to work try to avoid slipping in the golden leaves scattered across the pavement, coffee cups carefully balanced in their hands. There are some very brave people running, headphones on, content in their own worlds. But up here, on my sofa, I'm starting the day slowly, easing myself in. My body enveloped in the cosy nook I've created and it makes everything feel that little bit simpler. My inbox is cleared, my to-do list written up. I make a few notes for the day's meetings which lie ahead. All whilst daydreaming out of the window, sipping at my tea, thinking about what to have for breakfast. And by the time I've peeled myself out of the living room, dressed and at my desk, I arrive with a buttery softness that lasts all day. Going for dinner with a friend. After little deliberation, we decided on our favourite cosy pizza spot right round the corner from my flat. It's the sort of place you can sit in for hours with just a Diet Coke and no one will mind. Ball games are piled high in the window with plush seats waiting for you inside. The lighting gets darker as the evening goes on and candles appear on tables. It's like having tea in a really nice living room with fairy lights strung up outside so you can sit out on the terrace and two large heaters keeping you toasty and warm. It was an obvious and much-loved choice. I haven't seen my friend in a few weeks and in that time we've attended three weddings between us. There's been a new job, an engagement a work drama and a big move on the horizon. We have as much to catch up on as there is cheese dripping from our pizzas. We hug and eat and laugh and talk and empathise, listen and relax. It's easy, the way it is with certain friends, where you can turn up exactly as you are, in whatever mood and just be. Much like our surroundings, I am instantly soothed by her company. As the evening stretches out before us, I feel myself relax deeper into it. The stresses of the week feel so far away, kept at bay by simply good company with an even better friend. We spend most of our time laughing, even when talking about the serious stuff. She patiently waits for me to finish my food, Being one fast and one slow eater, it's our one incompatibility. I like to think of this sort of company as Sunday. Comforting, cosy, restorative. As we say our goodbyes, I practically skip home, 
my body warm and my heart content. Watching a film on a lazy weekend afternoon. It's three or four in the afternoon and I've just got home from my weekend adventures. Without realising, I've changed into my pyjamas and I'm now curled up on the sofa like a cat. I put on a film I've seen a million times before, happy to while away a couple of hours escaping the real world. The open window lets in a soft, almost summer breeze as I let the film wash over me. I know it well enough to be able to close my eyes for a couple of minutes and visualise the scene. Sometimes I notice things I haven't before or laugh a little louder at the witty dialogue. But most of the time, I'll end up daydreaming about owning my own little bookshop, just like Meg Ryan. I'll picture the colourful spines of books lined up on the old wooden shelves, perhaps even thinking about where I'd place a little coffee corner for customers to enjoy at their leisure. Everything about the next two hours is easy. I graze at snacks I picked up at the corner shop before coming home and text friends I've been meaning to message all week. Chocolate melts slowly in my mouth as I search recipes for dinner with whatever I've got in the cupboards. The familiar film dialogue keeps me company on this lazy weekend afternoon. Towards the end, I rest my head on a pillow and fall back into the film. The happy ending just around the corner. The comfort of knowing every word, every scene, of exactly how the story will end warms me from the inside out. And by the end, I couldn't think of a better way to spend the day. These simple pleasures remind me of the powerful and restorative impact this practice can have. Not only on improving your day-to-day, but also in restoring your sense of self and in bolstering your resilience. It's easy to think of simple pleasures as a practice to use when things feel good. But I found, particularly in my year of living Dutchly, that honing a sense of mindfulness, even when things feel difficult, can go a long way in helping build your inner support system. I like to think of each simple pleasure as adding a little more fuel to my tank topping it up with things that help me feel good that I can dip into and use as and when is needed. So for this episode's prompt, I want you to have a think about what your Hazelig simple pleasures might be. From laughing with a friend when you need it most to buying your favourite childhood cereal for tea. What small actions can you incorporate into your day-to-day that make you feel enveloped in love and care? Take five minutes after this episode to write them down, somewhere you can access the next time you need to dip into the reserve tank. And if you need some inspiration, here are a couple more of my gezellig simple pleasures. Staying in my pyjamas until lunchtime at the weekend. Sharing a hot cone of chips with a friend on a cold and rainy day. Making myself a really fancy hot chocolate with whipped cream and marshmallows. Spending time cooking myself a hot meal at lunchtime. 
ideally a big bowl of tomato pasta with lashings of Parmesan cheese. Wearing my coziest jumper on a day when I need extra comfort. Moving my body at the gym and feeling warm all evening because of it. Having a really bubbly hot bath in the morning to wake myself up slowly. Wrapping myself up in a blanket on a Sunday night and watching Call the Midwife. Calling friends I haven't spoken to in a while and catching up on all their news. Going for a long walk on a crisp clear day and feeling the warmth of the sun on my face. Reading in the bath in the afternoon to warm up. Rehanging my pictures in my flat to make my space feel fresh. Going to see an exhibition with a friend and warming up afterwards with a hot coffee and pastries. Making myself a fancy breakfast on a Saturday morning and taking a long time to eat it. Starting and ending the day with a hot shower using my favourite cosy products. Laughing with a friend for well over five minutes on the phone. Putting a hot water bottle in my bed before I get into it. Sheltering from the rain in a cafe and watching the windows steam up. Making small talk with a stranger and feeling connected to those around me. Wearing perfume that reminds me of a particular time and place. Linking arms with a friend on a walk like you used to do growing up. Telling a friend how you're really feeling. Cliche, but a problem shared most of the time is a problem halved, or at least quartered. Listening to an album that makes you feel nostalgic for a particular time in your life. Getting out into nature, even if that's a walk around my local park to find comfort in the dependency of seasons. Treating yourself to new socks so that your feet feel cosy. Spending time in easy company where you feel totally accepted as you are. Making fun plans for the future and warming my clothes on the radiator before putting them on. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more simple pleasures before the next episode, then you can find me on Instagram at It's The Simple Pleasures, where I share my day-to-day, everyday joys, from hot, buttery toast to having a chat in the supermarket. Hope to see you there. Until next time.